0: Involuntary musical imagery or I N M I. Now, this refers to a mental experience of music that occurs without deliberate effort to initiate it or sustain it. It's usually when you hear music that just pops into your head. And what experts call this is an earworm. And an earworm is a fragment of music, usually three or four bars, which go round and round and round in your head. And Dr. Oliver Sacks said in an interview, and he studied earworms, he says it's a special form of involuntary musical imagery, which is out of control and can become quite unpleasant and intrusive. So an example is when you're just maybe sitting at your desk all of a sudden a song pops into your head out of nowhere. And there's a study done by Kelly Jubowski of Durham University. And while she was at Goldsmiths University of London, she conducted a study on earworms. How do earworms end up in our heads? Now earworms sometimes are songs which are at the top of the charts. And that's not really surprising, but there also have been times, and there's a little bit of evidence about what makes such songs catchy enough to pop into your head. Some are either popular or some are unpopular. And people have been trying to predict what type of songs can get stuck in your head based upon the melody and the construction of the song. Now, this is important because songwriters or advertisers could then write jingles that would get people stuck in their heads. It would get stuck in their heads, and then they would buy the products. And what people found in this study, that songs that were most likely to get stuck in people's heads were those with more common global melodic structure. So usually structure found in Western pop music. For example, one of the most common patterns is heard in twinkle, twinkle, little star. And the way that it's constructed is the first phrase rises in pitch and the second falls. There's other nursery rhymes that follow the same pattern, and it makes it easy for young children to remember, according to the authors of the study. Another one, they said, was the opening riff of Move Like Jagger, Maroon 5. And that was one of the top name earworm earworm tunes in the study. And it follows the structure of rising and falling in its pitch. So these earworms show up in our heads at any point in time. They may happen to you. What earworm pops up in your head? But the reason an earworm may pop up Is because something is walking with you, walking alongside of you. It may be there to send you a message, a happy message, a joyful message, but there's a reason that earworm possibly could be there. And we're going to look at that and the concept of walking, perhaps jesus walking welcome to the stephen thompson experience my name is stephen thompson and this is my experience we're going on a journey using music and history as a roadmap and at the end hopefully we'll have taken something old to teach us something new this is the interaction between the spiritual and the secular unlike encounters in unexpected places and an exploration of what happened what is possible all the while embracing who you are who we are and how together whether it be one two or many perhaps we can make our part of the world a little bit better than it currently is i hope to educate inform and inspire and this is the jesus series this is a special five part series explaining and exploring unlikely encounters with jesus not in a church but in secular music by secular artists today is jesus walks jesus walks is a song by kanye west was released in 2004. It was the fourth single on his album, The College Dropout. It has a sample on it of Walk With Me, performed by the ARC choir. Now, this song was really acclaimed by musical critics. They praised it because of its compelling atmosphere and the way that it openly embraced faith. In fact, it peaked at number 11 on the Billboard 100 charts. And it became Kanye West's fourth top 25 hit in the United States. One of the things about this is it had three separate music videos. Three of them. And it, it always has been a crowd favorite when Kanye West performed it. In fact, he performed it at the 47th Grammy Awards. And it won the Grammy Award for Best Rap Song. It also received a nomination for song of the year and a whole lot of musical publications put that song on the end of the decade list and also end of the year list as well as end of the decade list. For example, Pitchfork put it at number 123 on its best 200 best songs of the 2000s and Rolling Stone named it song number 19 on their 100 list of songs of the 2000s and later put it at 273 on its 2000 list of the 500 songs greatest songs of all time and the song is about Jesus walking the concept of being accompanied by a friend by somebody who helps you along the way here is some of the lyrics god show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down jesus walk with me the only thing that i pray is that my feet don't fail me now jesus walk I don't think there's nothing I can do right now to right my wrongs. I want to talk with God, but I'm afraid because we ain't spoken so long. And then he begins to break this down to the type of people that Jesus is talking about. He says to the hustlers, killers, murders, drug dealers, even the scrippers, Jesus walks for them. To the victims of welfare, feel we're living in hell here. Heck yeah, Jesus walks for them. It's the idea of Jesus walking with you from a spiritual perspective but also the idea of advocacy. Advocacy is basically support. Now not just for a cause or a policy but also support for individuals. Anybody, any one of us can be an advocate for somebody. You just need to walk along somebody. And help them in their condition. And that's what is being emphasized in the lyrics of this song. And I want to talk about an advocate right now. Her name was Maggie Lena Mitchell. And she was the daughter of a former slave. And she went to public schools in Richmond, Virginia. And later she became a teacher. And then she established a newspaper. And then she founded the St. Luke's Penny Savings Bank in 1903. And by founding that bank and becoming the first president of the bank, she broke two barriers, a barrier of gender, gender becoming one of the first women to own a bank in the country and also racial barriers first black woman to own a bank in the country. She served as board chairman when the bank merged with two other banks. And the bank lasted until 2009. And it was recognized as the nation's oldest, continuous African-American operated bank. So we look at that. We look at what she did, the bank and the newspaper that she put together were able to help a lot of people, been able to get loans and start businesses that they may not have been able to because of racial barriers. So she was an advocate for other people. She was a friend to other people. The concept of walking like Jesus walked with people, like she walked with people, the benefits of being an advocate. And there are benefits of being a good friend or having good friends. Studies even show that there are mental health benefits to having a strong community and strong advocates. They say lower stress levels. That anxiety and depression can be aided by your friends. There was a study done a three year period by scientists in Sweden on 13,000 adults showed the important role that friendship can play in keeping cortisol and stress levels down. That study showed that those who had few or no good friends had a 50% higher risk of having a heart attack than those who had social supports. Friendly people had far less stress levels, lower blood pressure, lower risk of, of diabetes and less abdominal fat. And that is because they had a healthy social circle around them. And when we have a healthy social circle around us, we're never really alone in both good times and in bad times. Let's take for this for example. There are good times. There are bad times. 2020, the Atlanta Braves had a 3-1 lead in the National League Division Series over the Los Angeles Dodgers. They needed one more game to advance to the World Series and play for the World Championship. However, they lost the next three games, and the Dodgers went on to win the World Series. The Braves went home disappointed. They hoped to have a World Championship, but it was over. Now, this year, several days ago, in fact, the Braves and the Dodgers met again. Again, the Braves took a 3-1 lead. This time, they won. And the Dodgers went home Disappointed. So, disappointment is sadness or displeasure caused by non fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. Now, it happens to all of us. It's okay. Happened to me just a few days ago. There had been something I'd been hoping for and expecting for a personal dream to occur, but it didn't happen. I was disappointed. It was sad. This moment, it's tempting to want to rush ahead, to make changes, to adjust, just to get back up. there's time for that, but you have to take a moment to pause, to reflect, to be sad. Then you realize that there are many hopes and expectations that are being fulfilled day by day. There's friendship, there's family, there's beauty, there's employment, there's health, just to name a few. If we can experience the sadness of the disappointment, it allows me to move forward through the experience and come out on the other side healthy and healing. The good news about this is that we get second, third, fourth, fifth, and many other chances to try again. Disappointments are a part of life, but they aren't all of life. So don't get stuck in disappointment. Instead, you you can be sad. It's also going to help you get unstuck. So, when in those moments when you're disappointed, when you're stuck, Maybe there will be an earworm that comes along to show up at the right time and jolt us back into joy or happiness. And maybe we could be that earworm for somebody around us, or perhaps we can walk into the lives of other people at the right time. That is the point. Jesus walked into other people's lives and helped, so we walk into other people's lives and helped. We help, and we help, and we advocate. Thank you for listening to Stephen Thompson Experience. I come here to educate, inform, and inspire. And this is a platform for leaders and followers, hopeful optimists, careful pragmatists, people who want to bend the arc of the universe towards justice. I hope I have moved you a bit in that direction. And if not, I will try again next time. But as for you, remember, you have talents, gifts, achievements to pursue and a race to run go do it thank you for listening to the stephen thompson experience we have a brand new webpage, the stephen thompson experience check it out subscribe to my blog you will also find two books the adventures of Aqu- aqua and the macrocosm of mayhem and up the nose and back out again my new book it's a love story that you should read got two books I got a blog. You can subscribe to my newsletter. You can listen to this podcast. I hope you're out there. Stephen Thompson Experience. Thank you so much. We'll see you again next time. Take care. Bye-bye.